This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant person in the behavioral health area. We get a chance today to visit with Josh Cutler. And Josh is going to talk to us today about what he's watching, what he's focused on today, where the priorities are, what he sees in mental health, and a lot more. Josh, can you take a moment and introduce yourself? And then maybe tell us where you're most focused today. Sure. Well, first of all, thanks again for having me on the show again. It was a real pleasure the last time uh, to talk about my work, and I've definitely got some updates. Um, so, yeah, about a year ago, I started a new role at Kinwell Health, which was uh, started by Premier Blue Cross uh, to begin offering more primary care services across the state of Washington. So I'm the Director of Behavioral Health and Wellbeing for, for them, and then I'm also uh, continuing to run my group private practice, Gemini Clinical Associates, and then um, I'm also continuing to to write. Uh, I've uh, got another book in the works, and I'm um, looking forward to getting that published in the fall. And then I've also got a new podcast that's going to be launching soon called The Resilient Ones. And so I'm, I'm just really taking my um, mental health advocacy to the next level this year. And I'm really looking forward to speaking at the Becker's Conference in October in uh, Chicago. Well, thank you so much. And talk a little bit about the role with Blue Cross. More and more, the large payers are putting lots of emphasis on behavioral health, much needed emphasis. What do you sort of see there? Talk to us a little bit about that role. Yeah, so our work with Kinwell Health partnership with Primera Blue Cross is, is really unique. It's a um, it's a integrated model where um, we're really partnering closely to serve uh, pr- uh, exclusively Blue Cross members. So we um, actually built 18 clinics across the state of Washington, um, 17 in person, and then one's a statewide virtual clinic. And I'm responsible for behavioral health for the whole network. Uh, we're we're now probably the biggest mental health or the biggest uh, primary care uh, medical group across the state of Washington. Just geograph geography wise, we're in you know most well populated. Uh, areas in most counties uh, that, that have a fair amount of people, especially Blue Cross members, uh, they've been very strategic about where they place these clinics. They're they're beautiful, and I've been on the hiring team for the clinicians uh, for primary care and for behavioral health, and uh, we've just got a stellar group. And so my work is focused on uh, integration. So we're doing a pr- primary care behavioral health model. We're also integrating a collaborative care model soon. That comes out of the University of Washington. Uh, really working with top experts like Dr. Jeff Ryder uh, to create a high-fidelity program that's going to have a really solid population health approach. And we've also started a specialty um, mental health program uh, for counseling for people that you know need a little more attention, a little more in-depth um, support. So, uh, so those are some of the key things, the well-being part of my role. Um, I'm responsible for clinician well-being. Uh, work really closely with our recruiting department on retention. Uh, we we know that you know it costs us a lot to get a clinician on board, whether that's a nurse practitioner or a physician or a, a physician's assistant. And you know if we lose them, sometimes it takes a year to replace them. In some of our rural clinics like Yakima, that's been a certainly been a challenge. So really focused on we the first program we launched was a, a peer support program uh, for clinicians, for new clinicians that are coming on board, and we call that the, the guide program, um, where um, we've got a lot of you know clinicians that have been doing the work a long time but are new here, 
So we didn't want to call it a mentor program, but we're, we're calling it a guide program. So, um, so that's kind of the, the breadth of my work. I spent a lot of time um, collaborating with, with leadership at uh, Primera Blue Cross and I'm looking forward to connecting more with the National Blue Cross network, but they're, you know, they're really supportive of this work. One of my favorite vice presidents there, Nathan Johnson, likes to say he's bullish about, you know, the prospects for what we can do for primary care and behavioral health. And so um, that's the work I love and working with Dr. Mia Wise. Uh, she's the um, chief medical officer and president of the medical group. I worked with her at uh, Providence Swedish years ago and was just so thrilled when she called me and asked me to be on her team. That's fantastic. And talk about your podcast, The Resilient Ones, and the theme there. Talk about that for a moment, if you don't mind. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, I've got a colleague, uh, Ryan Heapy. He's a licensed marriage and family therapist. He's uh, based down in Orange County. And he and I met at a workshop uh, a little over a year ago. And we really hit it off, and we just had a lot in common around um, mental health. And both being male therapists, we see a lot of men and men's mental health. And uh, men's suicide is, is a big uh, concern. Um, you and I, Scott, are in a very high-risk demographic, sadly, for for suicide, and um, and so we're uh, working on just raising awareness. I mean, we're going to be interviewing you know men, women, you know, a number of folks that are looking to talk with us. Uh, we just had a a great visit to uh, Las Vegas where we worked on, worked on this together, and um, so we've we've got about four episodes in the can, and you know how this goes. You want to. You want to get a few built up before you launch. So that'll be launching, uh, I think, in April. And behavioral health just seems epidemic, pandemic at every level. I know it's, you know, suicide is one of the greatest causes of death for our young people, but also middle-aged men it's a debacle for. Where are the demographics where behavioral health is worst, or is it just bad across the board? I know for young people below 30, it's one of the leading, one or two top leading causes of death. What do you see with middle-aged women and men and so forth, too? Yeah, and and it really presents differently for men and women. Uh, women are more likely to seek help. Seek help. There's a lot more female uh, mental health um, practitioners, frankly, and so sometimes that's a barrier for men. Uh, for men, depression often shows up as, as irritability or withdrawal, uh, not necessarily always tearfulness, and um, and then certainly, you know, People of color, BIPOC folks, um, they just you know face a lot more pressures to get through the day in the society, and it just can really weigh down on people. And we've got some fantastic colleagues that are working on black men's mental health, for example. And there's a lot of work happening in barber shops and elsewhere to you know engage people where they're at. Uh, also, the LGBTQ community, um, trans folks are um, you know have a high rate of suicide. That's a um, close to my heart, I have a trans family member um, that just was a big part of my life growing up and that I, um, you know, really feel like some of their legacy is to be an ally for, for trans folks. And it's it's just really sad the, the poor health care that those folks often get. And I'm actually uh, leading a gender-affirming care work group for um, Kinwell so we can make sure to be caring, you know, taking good care of those folks and the DEI team at uh, Premier has been partnering to give us some uh, subject matter expertise. And then we've also got some clinical subject matter expertise um, that can well, like uh, Dr. Sharice Combs, for example, uh, Warren Collins, um, a social worker on my team, 
uh, just some you know really high quality folks. I they're a lot smarter than me. I surround myself with really smart people that um, you know know, know their stuff, and it's nice to be at the point you know with an organization with resources where we can hire those folks. And you know, I just set them to work, and they do great. So you know, that's that's what I'm up to there. That's fantastic. And talk about your book or the most recent book that you're working on. Tell us a little bit about that, Josh. Yeah. So my last book was called The Day Hospital, uh, a memoir. And uh, that came out a few years ago for a a brief moment. I was a bestseller on the psychotherapist biographies list on um, Amazon. And my new book, uh, I've got a working title called Smile Repair. I lost a tooth about a year and a half ago, a front tooth of a canal failed. Um, people tell me I need a better story. I like to say, well, you should see the other guy. But um, and uh, and then I was also recently in a very serious motorcycle accident where um, I, I see it as a near-death experience. I didn't see the light or anything, but I woke up in an ambulance. I had no idea what happened. I spent um, a week at the Level One Trauma Center, Harborview Medical Center here in Seattle, and um, and it was really the conclusion of of a pretty intense period where I was struggling with my mental health. I you know, cared for a lot of doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals during COVID, some of whom we lost to suicide. That really took a toll on me. Um, I think I have some, I mean, actually my um, healthcare providers are, you know, have said that they think I have some PTSD from my work over the last 20 years and, and mental health. There's just been a lot of tough stuff that I have seen and witnessed and that, you know, I, I don't really talk about usually in mixed company. Um, so my, my book explores that, explores the mental health system, and explores my journey with bipolar 2 disorder and my journey uh, having a brother with uh, schizophrenia and um, and kind of my conclusions of where we can go. We, You know, I think we've got a number of um, patches on, in the system, but we really need a revolution. And um, I really want to be part of, of, of that movement, part of leading uh, from my experience. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to be more open. It's kind of scary to, to say my diagnosis on um, a podcast that I know a lot of healthcare leaders that I may be you know, applying for jobs with someday may listen to. Um, but I'm at the point where I, you know, can't keep quiet anymore. It's, it's uh, too important. We're losing too many people. And, um, and so uh, I'm in a you know, much better place at this point and definitely almost losing my life in that accident. It just puts things in perspective, man. So, um, I, for those that are wondering, my my motorcycle got totaled. My my wife definitely, you know, said we're not going to get another one. So um, I'm just uh, driving my Toyota around these days. Well, good for you for coming forward and discussing some of these issues. It's a huge positive for everybody. Everybody suffers, and there's a stigma around talking about it still very much so, just as you mentioned. Oh, my God, what if an employer is, what if somebody else is, and stuff like that. So good for you for having the courage to talk about these issues, and good for your wife for getting you off the motorcycle. So good for her, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We give great credit to both of you for uh, good decisions and good thought processes. I have to tell you, Josh, it's always a pleasure to visit with you. It's fascinating to hear what's happening with sort of – you folks and Blue Cross and Premier Care and Integrative Behavioral Health and how needed it is. And maybe the next time we have you on, we'll talk about 
you mentioned that a revolution, not patches, is what's needed. And I think that's probably right on. And maybe the subject of our next discussion together on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast will be exactly that. What does that revolution look like in actually being able to make a significant dent in what is really a huge issue of mental health challenges for our entire nation and in the world, really, I'm sure, too. Josh, thank you for joining us again on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. What a pleasure to visit with you always. Thank you very much for your courage and honesty. Thanks for having me. Take care.